Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, we're going to Epcon on the monorail. Maybe uh, after that we can go on the Skyliner over to Hollywood Studios. No, I don't want to go on the Skyliner. I know you I don't like, like the Skyliner, it, but it's I want to. I've never been on it. I want to go on it. Well, the thing is, I don't think we can because I hear that the Skyliner crashed cars into each other or something like that. I don't know what's going on. Oh no! Too bad. <laughs> Welcome to episode 106 of the Diz His podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. Today we'll be giving the his on Disney Infinity. And today is going to be our last week where we actually have like a special guest host. And we have Jeff Davis with us, which I'm super excited to have along with us. How are you doing, Jeff Davis? I am doing good. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Doing great. Yeah, had a good day. Uh, You know, I got to watch Loki today. Did, Did you guys get to watch Loki? I did. It's already out. Yes, I'm real excited. Uh, kind of, I don't want to give any spoilers about it. We'll talk about it a little bit later, right? Because I know it just came out today. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about Disney. Before we kind of start talking about Disney Infinity, Jeff, tell us a little bit about your show and uh, a little bit about what you do. So I do a show on Sorcerer Radio over at srsounds.com. That is called DW60. I've been doing it since January of 2006. Uh, so. Just so you've been a, doing it for a little bit, huh? Yeah, just a couple of years here. <laughs> you know, it comes on Fridays, 8 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, recently, about, I'd say, three years ago, I guess, maybe three or four years ago, actually started putting the show on podcast form for those who weren't able to listen to the show live on Fridays. And uh, it's it's been a fantastic run. I love all of our listeners. And the fact that I brought you guys on along yeah. with us was fantastic as well, because you're on the same day as me. So Fridays yeah. are fantastic on SR. So it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I kind of say I think it might be like the best day of the week for, for SR sounds. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> not being biased at all. The shows are fantastic. No, of course not. Of course oh, not. yeah. I was just joking. I was just kidding. I love the I love all the, you know, the all the shows on Sorcerer Radio. I know we've had Andrew on the show before. Uh, for a, He's actually he did the contemporary with us. And we also did a virtual spotlight with Andrew. And Eric, we, we had him. We did a virtual spotlight with him. I'm kind of looking forward to doing a show with him also in the future. Uh, but, you know, I'm really looking forward because we kind of talked about Disney Infinity like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, hey, you know, we should kind of do a show on Disney Infinity. If you're a gamer, which I know all of us here are, it's a lot of fun to play because, you know, it, it's just cool. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, Jeff, what do you think about Disney Infinity? It went before its time. Let me just say that first. Yes, yeah. for sure. A hundred percent. When when Disney decided to do this and they, they put that specific word of using your imagination to play a game, it was ahead of its time and did not get enough credit that it probably deserved because I used to play it continuously all the time uh, when the servers were up and everything else and just, just had a ball with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of, uh, my son and I, used to, we still play it now. He, he's been recently playing it and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to play, you know, with, if you're an adult, it's a lot of pl- fun to play, especially it's very, you know, kid friendly to play with like, your, your, your child. Uh, I think, I wish they came out, they, I wish they would have a new version of it, right? It's gone way too soon. I mean, they kind of, it's like, you know, trash, like the whole thing. And I, I want more, like, I wish there was like a newer version of it so I can go ahead and get it for like the next gen con- consoles. I oh. wish there was more too. I wish you can hook it up to like a, you know, a PC or a laptop and br- bring it with you. I just wish there was more. Uh, so how about you, Alex? Well, you, you've played it, right? I've actually never played it. I think you played it over here at my house. I might have touched it once or twice with uh, Nick, but I didn't really own it or play it too much. I think if I had kids when it was out, I definitely would have been all in on it for sure. Mm-hmm. What I really like about it is that you get these cool little figurines, right? Because I love figurines. I got all these figurines all over the place, yeah. like, you know, these Funko Pops. Uh, I like how you can kind of have your figurine go up and you can play with your figurine up on the screen. You know, it's, it's, it's really cool. I like how, you know, uh, Jeff, did you ever play Minecraft? 
I touched on it a little bit, didn't really get into it that much. No, I, I, I kind of like Minecraft because it's kind of like you can create your own world. And yeah. I'm huge into the whole sandbox mode. I love d- the sandbox mode on Disney Infinity. Have you played the sandbox mode on Disney Infinity? I did, yes, many times. I- yeah, and I kind of like creating. I, I kind of one time tried to create my own park because you know in the game itself, I did too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I did, yeah, you can. You have like the castle. You have all these cool things that you can put in the game and create your own. Like you, you start off with nothing and you can create whatever you want. So you know, I would have Space Mountain. I think they had like a Splash Mountain ride. There's all these different rides we can kind of add in there. Then you can take your character and go through the world, and uh, it's just it's yeah. just, just a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought that. Uh, I, I guess my imagination just wasn't that good when it came to creation in the sandbox mode. I did the best I could. You know, I'd have the little AIs running around that I would go yeah. and fight. <laughs> and, you know, all that other stuff. But it, it was the real dedicated players of Disney Infinity who would create, I mean, literally oh my gosh, they recreated yeah. Main Street USA and, and did so many other different things that are just completely gone. You, you can't access them anymore. And, and I hate that because there were dedicated YouTube channels and so many yeah. different things out there. It was fantastic. There's so much fun. Yeah, because you can, cause you can kind of go through and you have like maps that you can download. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, and then you yeah. can download all these different maps and they took it all down. They did. It's all gone. Oh, all my gone. gosh. I know, man. It's frustrating. It's, it's like, it's like okay, whatever. We're done with it. I mean, it, th- this whole thing of collecting little figures was like huge probably about 10 years ago, right? Because, uh, you know, we kind of talk about Skylanders here in the history because that's huge. Yeah. It's pretty much the same system where you have your little figurine, you put it on a base, uh, and you can right. play with your character up on the screen. I feel like there's still... I think, I think that they'll bring it back. I, th- I think that there's always a market for these types of collectibles. I know that Nintendo has touched on it just a little yep. bit with their Amiibos. Yeah. And, you know, then Skyliners, everything else. But as popular as the nostalgia of Disney is, and to actually be able to find these figurines for Disney Infinity is not that hard. You jump on eBay, you jump on, you know, Amazon, places like that. They're still being sold. People still want them. There's still a demand out there. So could it come back and be successful? Absolutely. Let's get to the his on Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity was first released in 2013 and is an action-adventure, toys-to-life sandbox video game. This game featured real-life figures that would be uploaded to the game via the Infinity Base. You can buy a set that came with figurines and the Infinity Base, and then afterwards buy more figurines. There were three installments of the game before Disney pulled the plug in 2016. They released the first series focusing on Pixar and Disney characters, then the Marvel series, and lastly, the Star Wars series. So the Star Wars series, that's kind of when we, my family kind of jumped on board, is that there was like a set where it was like the Star Wars series, and there was like, you know, not only is there a sandbox mode that you can play, but there's also also like a regular game that you can play. And so um, my son and I were kind of playing through that. Which one did you, where did you jump in at, Jeff? Well, see, I started with the original uh, on Disney Infinity 1.0. Mm-hmm. And I started with the Monsters University. No, no, no. It was the Incredibles. The Incredibles that yep. I started with. Yeah. And it was unique how each set had its own storyline. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then to be able to take those characters and, you know, use them in the sandbox for everything else was Made it so much fun. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I don't know why I jumped in so late uh, with this because this is really cool. And growing up, you know, this kind of gives me like, I know it's not like Pokemon, right? But it kind of you, you have to collect them, right? It's kind of like you Pokemon. Do. We got to collect them, and you want to collect them all. Like you want to collect them all. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah, I, the thing is, is that I kind of, I, I gotta just talk badly about myself when I when I say I should have been more committed to picking up these figurines that you would use for Disney infinity, because now you can't go to the store and buy them anymore. You have to buy them online somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so is it still a quest of mine to get all of these? Yeah. Am I probably going to be able to No, but Mm -hmm. I should have done it more. I really hope that they, it comes back around. I really do. Um, I mean, what I say here, released in 2013, only three years. It was out. It was only out for three years. It's a short amount of time. It is a really short amount of time. Disney Infinity was the sixth company to try its hand at NFC-based games. The main aspect of where a toy transfers data to the receiver, or in most cases, a little stand, which is then used in a game being played through a computer or gaming system. 
Skylanders, which was released in 2011, is one of the most popular versions of a Toys to Life game. Before then, there were plenty of others. The first actual NFC game was released back in 1999 by Zoe Entertainment. This had a base that was in the shape of a pirate ship that would plug directly into your computer printer port. You would then place pirate figurines in various locations on the ship. The next attempt, which would look similar to Disney Infinity, having a figurine placed on top of a hub, was UB Funkies in 2007. This hub would be plugged into your computer using a USB port and had multiple characters for purchase, as well as different variations of the hub. In 2011, the still-ongoing Skylanders was released across all platforms. Skylanders became a hit, becoming the third most profitable game and selling more than $500 million in retail in the U.S. by that December. Other companies took notice of this new gaming mechanic, which allowed you to not only sell the game, but also many collectible figurines that would unlock characters, abilities, and levels. One of these companies that noticed was Disney Interactive Studios, which utilized its partnership with Avalanche Software to produce their version of an NFC moneymaker. Avalanche Studios had been developing games since 1996, most famously producing Mortal Kombat Trilogy in 96 and Dragon Ball Z Sagas in 2005. Also in 2005, Avalanche began producing games for Disney, like Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt, Toy Story 3, and Cars 2. Since 2006, they had exclusively produced Disney games, none of which were a hit. Disney Interactive Studios then gave them the task of making their NFC game line, which should have helped save both Avalanche and Disney Interactive Studios. I can't believe this technology first came back in 1999. Yeah, when I was reading that history, I was, I was very surprised that it's that old. But think about what they could do now. Oh, yeah, right. Start this I mean, even as old as this technology is, what it could do now blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's why I have hope for it coming back is the technology, you know, has come such a long way. And I want to see it again. Yeah, because the thing with the type of gameplay that you had, you know, whether it be in the story mode or whether it be in the toy box mode, that, that need for creating something and, and using your imagination is not only, you know, kids have that consistently, adults continue to have it every single day at the same time. Mm-hmm. Where else and what other game can you take Sully and Anakin Skywalker, put them in the toy box and play together? It just, it just doesn't happen. And so the, the, the stories that you can create, the content you can create, so many other different things, it's, it's almost endless. Yep, I agree. Skylanders is so large right now. It's just, it's growing out of control. I wonder how Disney wasn't able to keep up with them. It's uh, kind of weird because Skylanders, what was it, started off like Pyro or you know, Spyro and then went off from there. I mean, Disney has so many more characters available to themselves. It's crazy that Skylanders was able to overpower them in the market. Yeah, you know, and uh, it, it is kind of crazy how they were able to overpower them in the market. Uh, but, you know, you can I think you can use Skylanders on your phone also. So I think that, you know, mm-hmm. in order for you to go ahead and get like the Disney Infinity, you had to have like a console. So you had to have like an Xbox. Uh, I'm not sure if it's, it's probably PS4 as you know, pretty much everyone almost has a phone now, and especially around that time. So I think Skylanders was maybe more accessible to everyone. And that can be the reason why it was more success, successful. One little issue that I think Disney ran into, I think they did too much too quickly because you had yep. version 1.0 one year, then they came out with 2.0, which required you to get another game disc. And then the following year after that, they did 3.0. If they could have stretched this out a little bit further, you know, maybe do 1.0 for a couple of years, you know, fix all the bugs, release the sets a little bit further, kind of spread apart a little mm-hmm. bit. They may have been able to really consistently stay with, you know, the other top games that are uh, play the same style as Disney Infinity. And I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't collect as much as I did because it was so much to get so quickly and certain characters um, weren't, weren't even available at some time, mm-hmm. you know, in stores, some like the sorcerer Mickey, for instance, you could only get at one time. If you were at the D 23 expo, everybody, uh, that saw the reveal of the game and everything that was uh, there, they got a, the special edition Mickey. So there was just so much just too quickly. And I think that kind of hurt Disney. There's no doubt about it. I mean, all this all happened within like three years. So I totally agree. Because when I was first looking into it, I was like, okay, I mean, I have like version, I think it was like 3.0 or whatever. It's kind of like, which version do I get? Like I had no idea which version to get. 
So uh, Rick, we'll probably get into it here in the history. Um, I wonder if all the versions, like if I had a version 3.0, would that work with version 1.0? Uh, Your characters, no matter what version they are, will work in okay. the toy box. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you have to have the playsets in order to play the levels that come with the playsets. And the playsets yeah, exactly. have to do with the characters from certain movies or genre mm -hmm. or whatnot. Yep. Yeah. I think that would have been something that could have been a little bit different if I was to go ahead and, like, you know, take my Star Wars character and play in, like, a Pixar world or something. I think that would be kind of cool. That's why, kind of like Jeff said, uh, you know, if they were to put a little bit more time into it, it could have been a lot better. You know, Disney, their their games are getting better overall. Like the the Disney made games are getting better overall, but they they they're kind of hit and miss, right? They do. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Vice President of Art Development for Avalanche, Jeff Bunker, oversaw the creation of over a hundred Infinity characters. He told a reporter that bringing the big screen characters to a real life toy and an in game character is not as simple as recreating the movie character. Over 20 people work on both in-game characters, as well as physical toy figurines, for one or two characters. Designers redesign the Disney characters to give them the affinity art style. Engineers prep the sculptures, while designers, animators, and programmers work on the animation for the game. This is all done after a team researches to find out each character's personality and how they would move in the game. For cases like Zootopia, where figurines came out simultaneously with the film, teams had to have direct contact with the movie's design team to understand the look and feel of a character they have never seen. Once fully designed, the pose is selected and the model is sculpted and then sent to the factories for manufacturing. On August 18, 2013, Disney Infinity was released for all gaming platforms. The Infinity Bait, which was the hub, had two round spots to place figurines and a hexagonal spot to place world discs. The characters placed on the Infinity Base would be imported into the game and the world discs would unlock the playsets. There were also power discs that would be placed on the Infinity Base along with the characters to add new elements to the game. The hexagon power discs would also change the environment in the toy box mode, changing the terrain, sky, or adding in new vehicles or weapons. The toy box mode was an open world area where players could create their own games, and in this location, you could mix and match everything you have unlocked with the figurines or discs. The other mode was called playsets, which was a story-driven world that matched the character. You could not mix characters and worlds in playsets. Disney Infinity 1.0 which was the first series released, included playsets of Pirates of the Caribbean, Monsters University, The Incredibles, Cars, The Lone Ranger, and Toy Story in Space. This also included characters like Phineas, Elsa, Jack Skeleton, Penelope, and Sorcerer Mickey. You could purchase a starter pack, which came with the Infinity Base and three characters from the different sets. So, you know, we were kind of talking about, Jeff was talking about earlier, how Sorcerer Mickey, how you could, it was only for like the D23 members? Yep. That that's that's pretty cool, and that I think that be that might be one of the ones that you mentioned, Alex, that that was on sale that you sold that was selling or something like that. Yeah, when I was when I was looking at prices for the game, um, I did see the the Mickey stood out to me because it is one of the most expensive ones online. It said that the figurine sells for about one hundred fifty five dollars new in box, and wow. at one point in September twenty nineteen, it was selling for one eighty five. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> so it definitely sounds like something that was definitely not given out to everybody. <laughs> I, w I wonder if it was for sale or, or, or how, what, did, didn't you mention kind of how you, was it you could win it at D23? Let's see, the D23 one was specific for those attending uh, that specific portion of the expo going on. Um, mm -hmm, okay. Everybody that was there for like the game reveal and uh, different other things they were given a specific limited edition sorcerer mickey as they walked out the door that's pretty cool that's awesome now there was another one i actually have a sorcerer mickey it's not the d23 version but it looks the same i think the colors may be a little bit more vibrant on the d23 one and then there's some uh some type of writing on the bottom of it i think i do have one uh this price cool. i don't know which one is which because i didn't look that hard into it didn't know there was a difference but like you're saying, Joe, the play sets where you get the play sets, you can play the certain levels with the play sets. I think that is something they did go wrong with, not allowing you to play certain characters in other play sets. I get that you have to allow characters to do special things, like the Incredibles can do activities during the missions or the levels that other characters can't do, which is why you can't inter uh, interchange them. But I think not allowing you to play a you know monster university character in the Incredibles play set, I think that was a a wrong choice. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. 
I think that they didn't have enough time to go ahead. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, they jumped in when things were hot for this type of gameplay and they didn't really have enough time to think it through. Uh, Cause three years is really not that much to have this out, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. They're not, they're not a sports game. They don't have to come out every year. It's crazy. They were trying to do that. The, you know, the, the sandbox mode, I believe is where it was at. This is see all the different you kind of talked about before all the things that people were creating that you were able to go in and download was really cool uh chewy you know we have some of our patreons here in our our discord chat and also you know in our zoom meeting right now and she was talking about the race the racing jeff did you ever create like a racetrack and race like your mickey like in a car around the racetrack yeah i i tried i wasn't very successful uh (laughs) but i did try and because there were there were like almost attraction cars that you could unlock as you would go through different modes or, or get certain levels with characters and you know stuff like that so i did try and race those yeah that was fun yeah yeah so did i yeah, it was fun it's sometimes it's kind of hard to kind of you know place your 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 tracks where they wanted to go and stuff like that but i mean it's fun as soon as you get the hang of it it was it was fine yeah disney infinity 2.0 was released on september 23rd in 2014 for all platforms and these sets included the avengers spider-man and guardians of the galaxy play sets this also included some characters like Jasmine, Baymax, Donald Duck, Maleficent, Stitch, and Tinkerbell. The final series, Disney Infinity 3.0, was released on August 29, 2015. These sets included Star Wars Twilight of the Republic, Rise Against the Empire, and Force Awakens, Inside Out, Finding Dory, and Marvel Battleground. Some characters included Mickey Mouse, Mulan, Baloo, Nick Wilde, and Mad Hatter. During these three years, Disney Infinity brought in more than half a billion dollars, the Star Wars figurines earned around $200 million alone. While there were some positives, there were also negatives. Series 1.0 sold out of figurines at one point, so Disney overproduced 2.0, causing them to produce 2 million Hulks, but only selling 1 million. Apparently, the stakeholders demanded toys of less popular characters be made, which caused more figurines to not sell. There were also multiple licensing obstacles, so brands couldn't overlap, which caused Disney Infinity to have to reduce Star Wars Rebels animated series figurines instead of the more popular movie characters. Due to all these issues, Disney pulled the plug on Disney Infinity, as well as closing down Disney Interactive Studios and Avalanche Software. News came out that Avalanche had big plans for 2017's Disney Infinity 4.0, which would have included playsets for Cars 3, Star Wars Episode 8, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Coco, Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tale, and Thor Ragnarok. There were also claims that Hasbro wanted to continue the series. That would have been really nice. I would have loved to see like a, I mean, why, why, I wonder why, like, why do they shut it down? Well, I mean, initially the company that, uh, you know, Avalanche you know, shut, shut down their doors uh, in 2016. And, and that's who they did everything well with. Now, since then, uh, Warner Brothers Interactive did, you know, open Avalanche software back up and that's who they're under right now. So that's really why it probably did not continue with them. But if another company wanted to pick it up, again, Disney had the opportunity to continue the trend that they started with this and continue on making all of these figures for these different uh, you know, movies and everything else. And so, again, they missed, they missed the window on it. Yeah, I, think, I feel like Disney should have their own. Like, I know they've kind of been shutting down studios, but I kind of I wish they had their own so they can create games and create things like this. I don't think they have a video game studio. It's kind of weird how video game studios, how it all works. Yeah, because right now, a lot of their stuff is going through EA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And wouldn't it be cool if EA kind of picked it up? They were trying to make so much money off of it, though. EA is pretty known for their their microtransactions. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. Yeah, this is like... Star micro- Wars Battlefront 2. There uh-huh. you go, right? Yeah. That's all I need to say. That was, that's the, the, I feel like there's like they're so close, because that game, Star Wars Battlefront 2, is was it was a good game but it's just there's something about it that people didn't like did you play it i I still try to play it myself um it 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 was the initial bad taste everybody got in their mouth when everyone found out that you can pay to win yes when that happened and then with all the glitches and bugs and everything else you know people lost interest since that time ea has gone and fixed everything it runs smooth it's fantastic but still not the same type of experience that you would get from a Battlefield game or a Call of Duty game. It just mm-hmm. doesn't have the same flow. And I think that's what people were 
you know, interested in seeing in a game like, you know, Battlefront. Yeah. Did you, and you played Rogue Squadron, right? I did. Yeah. And what did you think of that one? I didn't like it. Yeah. Cause you talked about it. You were real excited about it. Then I didn't hear you talk about it, uh, you know, <laughs> after you played it. So I was probably like, it's probably not very good. And I was probably like, well, I probably shouldn't get it, but now it's free on the game pass. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's free on game pass. If you Why have. didn't you like about that one? I think it was the flight mechanics. I did not like the way they worked. I did not like the idea that I could only play the game in first person inside the cockpit. There was no third oh, yeah. person view of your actual, uh, you know, X-Wing or, 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 you know, TIE Fighter or anything else like that. I did not like that. The story, really great story, uh, very in-depth and, and, and loved that portion of it. But the gameplay, just, did, just didn't like it. Do you think that, you know, it got cut off, right? Do you think they have any of these little figurines around, like Coco figurines, Pirates of the Caribbean, that didn't really make it out there? If you take a look, think about this for a second. Look at the, the figures for Disney Infinity and the way they look, the way they're shaped and everything else. Then go and Google Disney Toy Box and the figures that they have for that. There's a very distinct similarity between the Disney Infinity figures and the Toy Box figures. I, I think they took the, almost like the mold of how they wanted to create those and, and put them into Disney Toy Box. For instance, you know, I'm not just going to show you on camera. I've got one right here. This is Captain Rex. Mm -hmm. And if you look at him and if you look at the Disney Infinity characters, there's a real similarity as to the way that they look. And I think that was Disney's way of saying, We've done something here. Let's continue it with just figures alone since we're not doing Disney Infinity anymore. Mm -hmm. How many figures do you have of those to toy box? Just the one. That's and pretty it's, cool. It's a special I'm... one because I found it. <laughs> and so he goes on every Disney trip with Oh, me. is that the one that you always like uh, bring with you everywhere? That is the one. Yep. Sure. Okay. Is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking right now. I mean, there's a Captain uh, America Sam Wilson toy box figure, which is really, really cool. And you're right. It looks just like it looks just like the uh Disney Infinity figures. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very it's a nice art style they have there. And I tried looking up who designed the art style and where it came from, but I couldn't find any information on it, unfortunately. Huh. I like these better than the Funko Pops. They're really cool. And they're very inexpensive compared to what you were paying for when it came to the Disney Infinity figures. Because you're also paying for the technology on that. So yeah. the, the toy box figures more you know wallet friendly uh when it comes to collecting those if you want oh man they're cool they're so yeah, cool they yeah and, and they uh, make you know big vehicles you know I've, I've seen tie fighters and uh millennium falcon that you can put your figures in and you don't have to be six years old and want to play in the middle of the living room you can be an adult and and love to collect these things because they look fantastic oh for sure i mean just think about how the um boba fett member that was like was that was the one figurine a long time ago that people were going crazy over? Is that correct? Right. That was like out of a cereal box or something. It was like back in when when it first came out. I mean, you can be a you can be an adult and collect these figurines for sure. I have a whole bunch all around my in yeah. my studio right now. Yeah, big thing right now. Big thing. Take a guess. Take a guess. Put your knowledge to the test. All right, so we're going to play Take a Guess here, the uh, favorite Diz His Game show, of course. It's the favorite? Uh, oh, yeah, it's a favorite. People what are the rules? The, what are the, the rules? What can I I'll, not do? I'll, I'll explain here in a second. You uh, can't look up the answer. That's right. You okay. can't look up the answer, of course. <laughs> oh, uh, no Googling. No Googling. No Googling, no Googling, no binging, no asking Jeeves. Uh, today we'll be guessing the prices for boxed Disney Infinity figurines. I'm getting the prices from this website called Price Charting is where I found these things. Is this 100% accurate? I hope so, but who knows. Uh, just give you a base idea of how much these things cost. A Marlins Reef Disc, okay? Uh, that goes for $19.98, new in the box. A Light uh -huh. McQueen figurine, brand new, goes for $13.67. Okay, $13.67. Okay. So um, we'll go with... When we guess your guesses, uh, closest one to the real guess wins. You does It's not uh, going over. It's whoever's closest. Even if you do go over the price, that's fine. And if there is a tie, it will be the person who is under the price that wins the tie. 
And we will go with Jeff answering first, and then we'll switch oh, off and on from there. On? Are you kidding me? I'm gonna lose this so badly. <laughs> just a guess. <laughs> it's just a guess. Just take a guess. Just take so a I guess. don't know, man. I, you, you, I think you, you know. Like I kind of read this a little bit earlier. I feel like you know the history of Disney Infinity better than me, for sure. <laughs> Did you look it up before you came on the show? No. <laughs> no. No. I just, I just, when it comes to this pricing stuff, I ain't got a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll get a hang of it as we go here. So the first one I have here is Obi-Wan from the 3.0 series. Jeff, how much do you think that Infinity costs brand new in the box? Just Obi-Wan alone by itself? Correct. In the box, alone by itself, $18. Joe? Uh, I'm going to say I'm gonna say 25 bucks. It is $22. So oh, of course. So Joe, Joe wins by three. Joe wins. Okay. That one. Um, okay. And then, okay, so Joe, you guessed first. Next, we have Yondu from the 2.0 series. Ooh, 2.0. Let's say, I'm going to say $30 for that one. Okay, Jeff? $13. It is $7. seven dollars Oh, my gosh. Cents. Jeff wins that one. Uh, now we have a Spider Streets disc. So, Spider-Man disc. Jeff? Okay. $29. And Joe? Uh, 20? It is 16.07. Okay. Joe gets yeah. that one. Uh, it's kind of all over the place, huh? It is. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Kind of like our answers. All over the place. <laughs> um, okay, so here we have a Lone Ranger, Ranger Crystal Series. So if you're not familiar with Crystal Series, what it was was it took characters from the original 1.0 and re-released them in all white. And it's called Crystal Series. Uh, to give you a, a idea, Lone Ranger from 1.0 series sells for eleven dollars and ninety five cents. So, what does Lone Ranger Lone Ranger Crystal series sell for, Jeff? Okay, uh, Lone Ranger by himself Crystal, Crystal series. series. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go over thirty dollars. I think that's a little much. Twenty three. Okay, Joe. I'm gonna say I'm, I don't think it's that much. I'm gonna say ten bucks. It's fifteen eighteen. So, so wait, what did Jeff you said twenty three, right? Yeah, I said twenty three. Yeah, you yeah. So I, I'm closest then. Okay, mm. thanks for doing that. I was just kind of thinking that like people don't Lone Ranger talking about the Johnny Depp version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, no one's gonna want that, right? <laughs> I figured right. Crystal series, you know, maybe. Right. Well, <laughs> it's it's now. you know four dollars more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, so yeah. Dory from the 3.0 series. Oh, Dory. So did you say? Did you say my name? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say Dory 3.0, 25 bucks. Okay, Jeff? 15. It is $8. What? Come on. How is it? Le- <laughs> how is the Lone Ranger more expensive than that? Give it because it's crystal. Dory. Oh, it's not real crystal. <laughs> All right. Here's a, good, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Black Panther. Jeff, Ooh. you go first in this one. $45. All right, Joe? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, man. 45 is pretty good. I'm going to say 50. It is twenty eight fifty. Twenty dollars oh, and fifty cents. They're not giving uh what's his real name? Love? Yeah. As, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Chadwick. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip some here and go a little further down. Uh let's go with Lightning McQueen Crystal Series. Uh Joe. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say thirty bucks. Jeff? Sixteen. It is nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no That's sense. So weird. <laughs> It's definitely got to be how many are being bought, right? It's got to be. Well, it has to be like how many are out there, right? To purchase. Like, I would think so. Supply and demand. Think, yeah. Here we go. Here's a good one. Infinity Gauntlet Disc. Oh, wow. Jeff? Oh, the disc. Um, $19. Joe? 25 bucks. It's $31.95. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Um, okay, here's a here's a unique one. Nova, the superhero. Do you guys know who Nova is? He has like a black suit and all these like white. What was he on? on? He's he was on um, the superhero TV show, the cartoon. He's on that one. Oh, um, like Marvel Rising, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have a Marvel Rising series. Uh, so Nova superhero. Oh. Uh, Joe, your first in this one. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say ten bucks. Jeff, nine. Twenty-seven dollars and thirty-two cents. Come Get out of here. I don't believe it. Kidding me. Uh, what website's this again? Uh, price <laughs> the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. This is a okay. fun one. King Mickey Disc. So it's a King, King Mickey? Yeah, King Mickey Disc. I don't even remember that one. Jeff, you go first in on this one. 
Oh, goodness. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Uh, we'll just go in the middle. 50 bucks. All right, Joe. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 75. Okay. Joe wins because he's the highest. $185.91 oh, for my King goodness. Mickey Disc. Now, on this website, apparently it says back in April 2020, it was listed as high as $350. Oh, my gosh. Come on. <laughs> I cannot see myself paying that much for a disc. You got to collect I, them all. You do got to collect them all. <laughs> I And I'm really surprised at how many... I mean, Lone Ranger, why would they even really, like, I feel like they created a lot of these. For them to be like, okay, we're going to go ahead. Because Lone Ranger, I mean, was Johnny Depp. I don't even think, I think I've seen that movie one time. I've seen it once. You know? I never saw and, it. No, yeah. And it's kind of like, it's not very popular. And they no. created a figurine for it. And they, it sounds like they created it. a lot of figurines. Yeah. Well, no, Dis- remember, Disney 1.0 didn't create enough figurines of the popular ones, of course. That one's not so popular. Yeah. Just kind of crazy. That's all I got for that one. That was Take a Guess, everybody. We here at DizHiz think Disney Infinity was a great idea. After producing 105 characters, they'd only scratched the surface of possible playsets and characters. We wish this would have had a chance to play out, because 4.0 sounds like it was going to be cool. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyScented.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Memories, memories. Okay, so let's talk some memories. Obviously, Alex, you're not going to have any memories. Nope. Uh, but Jeff, do you have any memories uh, with Disney Infinity that you want to share? Oh, goodness gracious. Memories. I think initially, probably the best memory I have was the first time that I actually opened up the toy box and saw Cinderella Castle right in front of me. Just, mm-hmm. it, just that alone in the toy box. And I probably spent the next three hours running around the castle trying to figure it out and, <laughs> and look for different things. And then what little things I did have unlock, just dropping little AI characters all over the place, picking one up, taking it all the way to the top of the castle and throwing them off the top and watching <laughs> fall. Yeah, um, and sometimes they have like little parachutes. Didn't they? Parachutes come out and I kind yeah, of sometimes they would. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the lucky ones. <laughs> the lucky ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, very similar. You know, first time playing. I get to play with my my son. We played and we got to create. And I think one of the first things that we did was in the sandbox mode was the, they had the tree village from like Star Wars. Sure, yeah. And we were kind of running around that and kind of exploring and checking all the new like cause there's a whole bunch of like little things you can find and uh, unlock. So we were running around doing that in the sandbox mode. But by far the sandbox mode is my favorite. What? How many characters would you say you have? Want to talk about that? Yeah, I'd say, let's see, I'd say I probably have about between 15 to 20 characters. Yeah, I have about, I have about the same, about 15, 20 characters. Who's your favorite? My, ooh, golly, gee whiz. Um, just, just the figurine itself or, you know, in-game mode? Uh, figurine. Okay, figurine. That's a good question. I think my favorite, it's, it's a toss-up between my Sorcerer Mickey and Sam Flynn from Tron. Oh, cool. What makes Sam Flynn from Tron your favorite? I just like the way that they have presented the figurine itself, uh, the way he looks, holding the disc. You know, he's got uh, the helmet on for the disc wars and everything else. I think it would have been a lot cooler if I had put him on the actual Disney Infinity base and then he would light up Mm -hmm. like a Tron suit is supposed to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been cool. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, I'm going to have to put my Sorcerer Mickey in front of of, uh, of Sam Flynn, though. That's pretty cool, Sorcerer Mickey. That sounds like kind of like a rare one, too. Um, it was available in every store, you know, the version mm-hmm. that I had. Uh, but I always did see them sell out pretty quick, though. Mm-hmm. You have a couple of them here. I got Mickey. Hulk is my favorite, of course. Here's here's Hulk. Yeah, I don't have him. Yeah, he's my he's my favorite. Uh, you got um, you see Nemo. No, yeah, I got a little Nemo. Yeah, Chewbacca, of course. Here he is, looking the kind of Chewy and Chewy. Chewy, Chewy. <laughs> Pretty good. What's going on here? Buzz Lightyear, and of course, Mini. There's a couple couple of the ones I have here. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're cool. You can definitely, they're cool looking, right? I mean, look at them. Look how colorful they, they are. They, they, they are fantastic just to look at alone. Yes. And I know of people, and I've seen pictures, who ha- literally have display cases for just their Disney Infinity figures. And they yeah. keep them like gold because so many people were just so in love with the game and the figures. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And we also have a weekly movie club, where between the 14th of June and the 20th, we'll be featuring the Robin Williams movie, Mrs. Doubtfire. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord and I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D-Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, with new episodes every Sunday. This is this is Review. Review. I'm excited about Mrs. Doubtfire. That's such a great movie. movie. Oh, oh gosh, I love that movie. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's such, such a good movie. And I, I can't believe that's on Disney+, Plus, huh? Right? Well, I know. Also, Turner and Hooch is now on disney plus and the series is coming out as well yeah yeah did, did you see about the series with uh who is that um Dr- uh, it's not it's josh not peck? josh bell no josh peck it's drake bell yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah that's pretty cool i can't wait to go ahead and watch that that's a sad movie though man i remember watching that growing up that always it, made yeah. me cry yeah it's sad never but, seen but, it but funny at the same time tom hanks was oh of yeah. course and yeah I mean, it was awesome it was classic yeah yeah, so Mrs. Doubtfire, that's going to be a fun one to go ahead and watch. Let's talk about Robin Hood. I, I went and I watched this today with my son because he he saw Robin Hood, uh, you know, when he was younger. So he didn't remember it. Uh, but it's actually it's a it's a really good movie. And it kept his like he was interested in the whole movie. He, he loved the movie. Uh, I'm sure this is going to be one that he would watch. He would watch again. But it holds up, I think. What do you guys think of it? If it, it for sure holds up, it's it's one of my favorite movies growing up. I loved it. I was also into Robin Hood like Lego sets, so I was all in on that uh, medieval times and stuff. So Robin Hood, that Robin Hood specifically, was definitely one of my favorite Disney movies growing up for sure. It's it's awesome. Even the art style is fun. I mean, it's older. It has an older look to it, but like you said, I think it still holds up. How about you, Jeff? Well, I, I, I'm sad to say that I think I've seen Robin Hood Men in Tights more times <laughs> than the Disney version. Oh. Uh, I think I've only seen it once. Did oh, enjoy yeah? it. You know, it does. It has that, you know, nostalgic type of early Disney animation feel to it. But uh, all around, I don't think it gets enough love, uh, mm-hmm. even in, you know, the parks alone. Uh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Movie. Yeah, and of course, Robin Hood Men in Tights is great. What a great movie that is. Uh, I don't think that's on Disney Plus. No, unfortunately (laughs) not. I wish it was Disney. Uh, I'd love to do an episode on it. Yeah, on Robin (laughs) (laughs) Hood? We don't have to change the name of the show, you know. But (laughs) let's talk about Robin Hood for a second. I just want to kind of talk about, you know, how Disney, I mean, it's even though it's a cartoon, and it's you know it's supposed to be for kids for to to say right, uh, it's a very serious subject about like taxes, 
and how it's very serious. Kids, kids love taxes. Well, really interesting is Nick. <laughs> Nick was he. We pretty much talked to. He was asking like, what, "What's taxes?" So we kind of explained to him what it was, right? Because he had no idea. But it's kind of interesting how Disney has a lot of serious messages behind their movies. Yeah. Right, and how they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it's kind of like they were. I mean, they were. You know, uh, the sheriff of Nottingham was going around taking, you know, everyone's money. Yep. Even the and, little mice. Even their one coin they saved up. Yeah, and people were like, you know, they had no money, and they were getting, they were like, had no food, nothing, right? Yeah. And then you got Prince John sitting up there in his castle, has like everything, and it really makes you think of. You know, the social classes today to this day, right? We got people struggling. We got all, we got people, you know, Elon Musk has like, you know, unlimited amount of money. And (laughs) obviously, I'm not saying there's any, I mean, he he works super hard, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, But it's just, it has a serious message behind a cartoon, which is, I mean, Disney, a lot of their movies have, they have a serious message to give, right? And it's not all just, it's not just a cartoon which I think is cool. I agree. I think that Robin Hood is one of those movies that Disney needs to consider doing a live action version of the movie. That would be cool. uh, Well, they have have a live action Robin Hood that was really old uh, with live people, but are you talking about redoing, are you doing that animated series like like with CGI? Either way, I think think it deserves uh, another visit. And 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 a new way of telling the story of Robin Hood. I, I think it would be, I think it'd be great. I mean, look mm-hmm. at look at how popular Disney's The Three Musketeers was, with yeah. uh, Kiefer Sutherland and uh, there were a couple of other people. Um, can't remember who. Oh, Charlie Sheen, I think, was in it too. Um, that, that that's a that's an instant uh, classic right there, The mm-hmm. Three Musketeers. So if they were to redo Robin Hood now. Yeah, some of the big names in Hollywood. I think it'd be fan. If you're going to do the Jungle Book as a live action movie, you need to do redo uh, Robin Hood as a live action too. And, and you know the thing about Disney Plus, which which is just great, is that they have a platform to go ahead and do this on. I mean, go ahead and do Robin Hood. Go ahead and you know put on Disney Plus, uh, kind of like how they did with Lady and the Tramp. I don't think Lady and the Tramp the live action. I don't think they ever went to the theaters. I think that was all Disney Plus. I believe. I think I think it was yeah. And I liked the live action yeah, uh, Lady in the Tramp. I thought it was good. Uh, so now they have a platform to go ahead and do some of these movies and do like a live action like Robin Hood. Yeah. And um, you know, I would love to see the Three Musketeers from the, even do a new Three Musketeers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love oh, that. There, there's one that I really want to see, and I want to see Sword in the Stone. Ooh. Or, or the Black Cauldron. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. There's so much they can do with Disney+, Plus, which is great. And, um, you know, my son, he is now just getting into like King Arthur and he hasn't seen sword. In, he hasn't seen sword in the stone. So I think that's one that we're going to watch like tomorrow because oh, he, he's now in the King Arthur. We watched, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of that series on Netflix? Troll hunters. Do you, have you guys watched that? No, no. I haven't watched it. So troll hunters kind of goes into King Arthur and Merlin and all that, you know, and he just fell in love with it. So now we're listening to all these series and, Oh, there's a, on Disney Plus, there's one called The King, The Kid Who Would Be King. Yes. And it's about like King Arthur, you know, and he loves that one. He's watched that so many different times. So I think we're going to go ahead and play. We're going to go ahead and watch uh, Sword in the Stone because he hasn't watched that movie uh, yet, which is a great movie. Check out. Uh, which is kids, one of my favorites growing up. Check out Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, yeah. That's what the guy from uh, oh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in American Pie. He was in American Pie. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was. He, yeah, he, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's that's American a good, I like that. Yeah. I like that one growing up. That was a good one. Uh, Holy Grail. You want to show Nick Holy Grail? That's that's too. That's, you can't watch that now. He's just joking. <laughs> that's a good movie though. That's a great. Movie. How old is he? <laughs> he's only seven. Yeah. You won't oh be yeah, yeah. That we can't do that one yet. <laughs> On Tuesday evenings, join Joe and I along with Remy from Remy's Roundtable and Chris from the No New Friends podcast as we Twitch stream. The three of us join forces to bring you an hour and a half of good fun and games on Diz Journey. Find us on Twitch at DizHis65.
Okay, so what did you do in the world of Disney this week slash news? So if you have any news you want to share, you can go ahead and share the news. Alex, how about you? Well, we finished up the MCU series. We watched all the movies. We finally watched Endgame. So this last week was, I didn't bring it up, but we watched the last three, I think, or four. Thor Ragnarok, Ant Wasp, Infinity Wars, and Endgame. And, you know, it, it was fun. It was fun watching all of them within like a month and a half span. It was, uh, it was a good time. Now we're watching Loki, which is perfect timing. Just got mm-hmm. done with the series, so now Loki's out. I can't wait for Black Widow. I think that I'm more interested. Before, I wasn't interested in Black Widow at all coming out. But since watching the whole series again, I would like to see the Black Widow film. And then I can't wait for the... You mean Black Widow? Oh, you're talking about um, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, yeah. And then I can't wait for the next one coming out. Uh, what is it called? The Rings? What is that one called? Oh, with uh, like Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Shan Lu, Shan Lu, or some of that. What is that? Uh, what I know the one you're talking yeah. about. I just can't remember the name of it. Yeah, me either. But I can't wait for that to come out either. So can't wait. Other than that, we also finished the Bluey series, which just came out, just dropped last week. We watched all 52 eight minute episodes in like a week and a half. So sad, but now I have to wait a whole year for se- season three to come out. Uh, Jeff, were you a fan of the Winter Soldier series? I was up until the end. Let's just put it that way. I, oh. I was not a fan of the way uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier ended. Um, hmm. Yeah. No, interesting. I, 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 I don't remember like... how it ended. I mean, it, it, I thought it was all right. I, I love the fact of, of Sam is who he is now, being Captain America and everything. I absolutely love that. But as far as the, the episode in its whole, I was not too impressed. Now, you, you go back to like WandaVision and the final episode for that blew me away. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, it was okay. Well, hopefully they'll have another. Uh, like you know, I'm not sure if that's gonna be one that this ends. It's, there's no more because I know Wandavision. I mean, that's done, right? That kind of leads into Doctor Strange. Right. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna do any more with Sam and uh, Winter Soldier. I feel like they are. Kind. I feel like they left it open ended to do more another season if they wanted to. Hmm. Okay. How about you, Jeff? What'd you do? Well, I did. I was able to catch up on a couple of episodes of The Bad Batch. Uh, from oh, Star uh, not completely caught up, but I am getting there. Uh, what do you think of that? I, I actually really enjoy it. So I, I enjoyed the Clone Wars when they came out 100%. One of my favorite all time of all time series is to watch the Clone Wars. So when the Bad Batch came out, uh, I was really happy. But I was really excited to see that uh, coming to Disney Plus is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson got involved in this brand new series called uh, Behind the Attraction. Uh, which is going to be coming to Disney Plus? Yeah, why? So, so that sounds like it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I can't wait to go ahead and watch that. I'm, I'm guessing what they're going to do is take an attraction and kind of talk about it, like the history. Yeah, probably uh, talk about it, the the history behind it, the writers, uh, the you know Imagineers and stuff like that. Kind of so like this show, huh? Yeah, kind of <laughs> like this show. I, I, they should have just hired you guys and got it. Yeah, over. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's something I definitely can't wait to go ahead and watch. Uh, I think they're going to drop it all in one time too, right? That's not one that you're going to have to wait week to week. I sure hope that they do because I get so sick and tired of having to wait a week. Oh my gosh! For episode, I like to binge. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to buy ice cream and just once. get to as many. As I, I watched can. all of the new Cobra Kai in oh, a man. day. Oh my, you know? oh my gosh! <laughs> that was an awesome I series. <laughs> I love that series. Yeah, I have a question about Bad Batch. Do they ever explain why those clones are different sizes and look different? Like clone, the clones are supposed to be identical copies of each other. Yeah, I watched. They the do first, touch on that. Yes. I watched half the first episode. I haven't watched it since. I I just haven't time, and it really bothered me that they had these clones that were different sizes and looked different than each other. It was like, then how are they clones? It just didn't make sense to me. So hopefully you say they do. So I'm glad about that. Yeah, as as each episode progresses and the story goes and and why they are who they are, you find out why they are different. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I like the connections that they make to the Star Wars, like the movies. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I really like that because you'll see this like, tiny little thing. You're like, oh, what? No way. And I kind of just, you know, <laughs> you're super excited about it. But yeah, you know, I've been keeping up with Bad Batch. Watch Loki today, which the Loki, it was cool. I like how they introduce all these like new. I'm a huge fan of time traveling. And this whole series is going to be about time traveling, right? Going back and forth between like, you know, um, the past and, the, and then the present. And they touch it's It's really, I, I feel like Marvel. What they did when they had the comics were like, okay, we're going to go off and do all these different things. And there's going to be holes everywhere. There's going to be holes everywhere in the stories because we're just going off and 
let's just make a multiverse, right? So we can have an answer for everything. So if there's any loose ends or if there's any holes in the stories, like in, in the Avengers, they can go back and fix it with this series pretty much, right? You're, you're talking exactly about what me and my coworkers at work have been debating over for like the last six weeks. Like, how is it possible for Loki <laughs> to be involved in X, Y, and Z? And the amount of theories that we have come up with, Marvel needs to call us because we've got series for days on Loki. Right now. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, I know I can't wait to hear if, because it's only the first episode, if some of your theories kind of get touched on in this ep- in in the series. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch Loki. I, there was a, a Disney short, uh, Us Again. Have you guys oh, watched yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've no, seen it about one. five times now. You watched it about five times? Yeah, because my daughter loves it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it's like, you know. Sad. Um, it's, it's not really. I wouldn't say it's sad. It's sad in a way. But then it's also good because, I mean, it's all about getting old, right? And getting old is terrible. This is all before. I mean, I got pains coming now that I I didn't have like five years ago. Right. It's about getting old and hanging on to being young. Yeah. And uh, but, you know, you can't hang. I mean, you're going to get old. It's inevitable that you're going to get old. It's going to happen. And so, uh, you know, it's a, it's really it's really touches in on it. And, it's oh, no. you know, what were we going to say? No, I, I I can't cry again watching something else from Disney. This is getting ridiculous. I mean, I cry on Main Street. I cry when I watch movies, and now they want a short, and I'm going to cry during that, too. That's got to stop. They're good at doing that with these they shorts. They are. That's, that's, why I, that's why I think having a short that's six minutes long is just as hard as having making a two-hour movie, right? Because you have to have all those emotions in six minutes instead of having two hours to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, but I loved it. It's a, it's a, it's a good short. I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, are you who who wants to watch it over and over again? Your daughter, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Emma likes it. She likes the dancing and stuff. And she's like, she's like, why is that old person young again? I was like, that's the rain went away. They couldn't stay young forever. Yeah, but but the the lady, like the wife in it, she's just like, you know, it's inevitable. Yeah, just you need to let it go. Right. And let's just be happy in the present time, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. And you need that. It's it's really cool. This is awesome. I don't know if I can watch this now. I really no, you got to, man. Right after this, you got to go watch it. It's not it's not terribly sad. It's I don't want to cry sad. over my spaghetti dinner. I want to be able to enjoy it. No, you you won't. I don't think I don't think it's one that's gonna. Hey, listen, I I, I hold I held off watching Coco yeah. for like oh for God. years because <laughs> I thought I was gonna be like bawling over it, but it's so not that bad. bad. I don't think it was that bad. I would like. The crocodile tears. I was four years old again, and I got you know, you know, hit on the hand for doing something wrong. Those are the type of crocodile tears I had at the end of that. <laughs> it's good. I love Coco. I loved it. Okay. It was great. Um, and then of course I watched Robin Hood, but that's that's all. Real quick on news, you guys see the Skyliner? The news yeah, with the Skyliner? Can't believe it. What is it broke down again? It crashed again. Again. Good grief. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about yesterday in our Discord chat, right in our Patreon chat, and. There's been like more Skyliner crashes than bus crashes on property. Oh my goodness. And the Skyliner's <laughs> just been this, this recently opened like quite a year or whatever, yeah. you know? There's been more crash with the Skyliner than buses. <laughs> yeah. The bus has been around since like 30 years or whatever, like 1970s or something. Some crazy, like it's been around forever. Between so the I, Skyliner and the people mover consistently breaking down all the time. I don't oh know what's gosh. going on over there. <laughs> you know? I don't know. <laughs> Hey, Jeff, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, one more time before we go, can you kind of kind of tell us how we can find you? Okay, so uh, DW60 comes on every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time on Sorcerer Radio over at srsounds.com. Replays that same time, uh, same evening at 7 p.m. Eastern, so two opportunities uh, to listen. Of course, the podcast version of the show. We've got the uh, DW60 Press Row Facebook page. We're on Instagram as well at DW60 Press Row. Uh, Nicole and I are also always chatting over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord. And if you want to send us an email, you can send your email to DW60 at SRSounds.com. Thank you, Jeff. So that's the his on Disney Infinity. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.
Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. Sherwin-Williams and get 35% off Emerald products and Super Deck stains May 19th through the 22nd. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.